Shalom to all. Today's office might cut off ches. We are starting the seventh line, the third to last word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lilu Nishmas. Mars Miriam Sarah Basar Yaakov Meisha. Her Nisham should have an Aliyah. El Lilu Nishmas. Rabbi Yosef Yantef Ben Rabbi Asher Anchol. His Nisham should have an Aliyah. And we are talking about Saras and the Gemara had previously said Amar Maru Yeshuim Shatoray Bay Yeshuim Shiyatoray Bay. There's a day that the Kain is going to inspect this Saras to see whether or not it's actually Tame, and there's a day that he's not going to inspect it, meaning he is able to delay his inspection of this Saras. Now we had learned that from the pasuk it said Uveyim Heirayis Bay, and we understood the word Uveyim saying that he has a day that he's going to see it and a day that he's not going to see it. But now the Gemara asks, my mashma, how is it inferred from that Pasuk? It's very possible the Pasuk is actually just taken literally. The Pasuk is talking about a person that has saras covering their entire body without one drop of healthy skin. Then the Pasuk says, if the kind sees that this person has healthy skin, so then the person's tummy. So maybe the Pasuk is simply telling us that whenever a person has healthy skin in saras, it's tummy. Who says that it's extra to be able to teach us this drasha? So Amr he tells us, why do we have this extra vav? That teaches us, yeshem there's a day that he's going to look at it, there's a day he's not going to look at it, meaning he can choose and he can determine when he's going to look at that nega. Rav Amr, he tells us, the whole Pasuk is extra, meaning the whole word Ubeyayim is extra. The Pasuk should have just said, Why does it have to say, and on the day that he sees it? Now, why doesn't he say that the whole word is extra? Because he needs that word to tell us that that the kind's only allowed to look at it during the day, he's not allowed to look at it by night, by candlelight. Now, how does Rava know that the Kayan is only allowed to see it during the day and not at night? He learns that from a different Pasuk. It says, The entire vision of the Kayan, meaning he has to be able to see it with his eyes. He's not allowed inspected by candlelight. Now, Vabai, what does he do with that Pasuk? That's coming to exclude a Kayan that's blind in one eye, so he's only able to see with one eye. He's not allowed inspected by Negatsaras. Doesn't Rava also need the Pasuk for that? The Gemara says, You're right. So, how does Rava know that a Kayan is only allowed to see a Negatsaras? during the day and not at night. Nafkaleh, he learns it out from a different passage. It says, When a person has a nega on his house and he comes to the kain and he wants to tell him that he saw a nega, so he says, something that looks like a nega appeared to me, near Ali, it appeared to me on my house. What do we learn from here? It appeared to me, I was able to see with my own two eyes, I didn't need to use a candle, which means it's only during the day and not at night. What does he do with that passage? If we only had that passage, I would think, that's only referring to Toma that's not on his body, it's on his house, so therefore it has to be that he's able to see it without using candlelight. But it's possible when we're dealing with Toma on his body, if he has a nega on his arm or on his leg or somewhere else on his body, so it's possible that even if it's seen by candlelight, it would be Tomei Kamash Blan. That's why we need to have the other Pasuk as well. And in the previous mission, we had something that Remer was Matar and Chalamayid, and we continue with that. Vaidam Remer, Remer also says, Malaket Adamatamas Aviv Vimoy Benesha Simchiloi. An Chalamayid itself, Remer says that a person is allowed to gather the bones of his father and mother, and he's allowed to inter them, he's allowed to rebury them in their family plot because that's a big simcha for him. They used to have these family plots that they'd bury everyone in the family in, and for some reason, his father or mother, they weren't buried there. So on Chalmite, if he has the ability to dig up his parents' bones and reinter them in the family plot, he's allowed to do so because that's a great simcha for him that they're in the proper burial place. Now, Rabbi Yisrael, he says, that's a source of mourning for him. He's not allowed to do that. The mission continues, a person is not to inspire others about his mace, and he's not to be mas, but he's not to eulogize him, before Yantif, Shleshim Yom, and it's within 30 days of the regal. And now we're just going to ask a question on the first part of the mission. For a minute, we'll ask us to your from of Imai, if a person gathers the bones of his father or mother to rebury them, he has to mourn over them that entire day. In the evening, he doesn't have to mourn over them. And even if they're wrapped up in his sheet. But we see from here, if the person is reburying his father or mother, he has to act like an novel. He has to be an Avelos. So how could a mayor say that it's a great simcha for him? So Amrabai, he answers, it's not that it's a great simcha for him to rebury his parents. It's Emil. Let's say it's because he's so because the regal, because of Yantef, he's full of simcha. So therefore, he's not going to be an 
Avelis because of his parents. Now we had said in the Mishnah of Loya Ar Mesa, within 30 days of Yantif, a person is not allowed to be Ma'ar on his mace. What does that mean? My Loya Ar El So Amaravi said, Kadhadr Saftan Marava, when the eulogizer would walk around there to Israel, Amri, they would say, Give Kun Ime cry with him, call me Riri Liba, all brokenhearted. They would have these professional eulogizers that would walk around and they would inspire people and they would eulogize people who had died previously some time ago, and you're not allowed to do that within 30 days of Yantif. So as we just said, the Mishnah told us, that within 30 days of Yantif, you're not allowed to eulogize someone that just passed away, and you're not allowed to be Ma'ara people, you're not allowed to eulogize someone that died some time beforehand. So the Gemara asks, Why specifically 30 days? So Amrav Kahana, Amrav Yehuda, Amrav, there was a story with a person, he gathered money, he was saving his money, pinching pennies to make sure that he could be Ayla Regal. And then Ubasafta, and one of these eulogizers came, so he stood by his house and eulogized someone who had passed away recently. When Atalton Ishtar and his wife took that money, and she gave it to the eulogizer of Nimna, Allah, and therefore he wasn't able to go to be Ayla Regal because he didn't have any money. At that very moment, Amru Chazal said, A person is not an inspire about a mason that died previously or eulogize someone that had just died if it's within 30 days of Yantif. Now Shmuel Amr, he gives a different reason. That's because a mace isn't forgotten from a person's heart, from a person's mind for 30 days. So if you eulogize a mace within 30 days of Yantif, so you're still going to be remembering that mace and possible that during Yantif itself, during Chalamite itself, you're going to end up eulogizing him and we know that that's also in Chalamite. So therefore within 30 days of Yantif, within 30 days of Chalamite, no eulogizing. So the Gemara asked my Benayah, what's the difference between these two understandings? We answer, the difference is, if this eulogizer is going to do it for free, so we don't have an issue of a person not having enough money to be Ayla Regal. However, we still do have this issue that's going to be fresh in his mind and he might end up eulogizing him on Yontif itself. And the Mishnah continues, We're not allowed to dig Kuchen and Kvaris. These are certain types of burial plots. We're not allowed to dig them on Chalamite. Even though we want to make it easier if someone dies on Chalamite, we want to be able to have a place ready to bury them. We're not allowed to dig on Chalamite. However, we are allowed to adapt them. We're allowed to fix them. We're allowed to change them, do something to them on Chalamite. We're allowed to make a laundry pool on Chalamite. And we're allowed to make the Aaron, the coffin, for the mace if he's there in the Chatzar while you're making that coffin. That's even talking about making brand new boards. If you just have wood and you have to saw them into boards and then make those boards into the coffin, that's okay. Rabbi Yehuda Iser, Elam Kenyashim However, Rabbi Yehuda Asers, unless you already had pre made boards, that's because he's afraid if you're sitting there sawing wood trying to make boards, people are going to think you're involved in some sort of other project and they're not going to realize that you're doing this for the mace specifically. Now the Gemara just asks, My Kuchen, my Kvars, what exactly is the difference between Kuchen and Kvars? These are all sorts of different burial places. So I'm Rabbi Yehuda, Kuchen Bechafira, Kuchen is by digging. They would actually dig these deep tunnels underground. There's like a cave with tunnels in it. It's called a catacomb. And then once they had these catacombs dug, they would dig a niche into the wall and each niche held a mace. So that is not allowed to be done on Chalamite because that is too much tircha. And Kvaris Bebinyan, Kvaris is the same idea. However, it's Bebinyan, you build it above ground. And Hanami Hacha, we have a brass just like that. Elohen, Kuchen, Elohen, Kvaris. What's the difference between Kuchen and Kvaris? Kuchen is Bechafir, you dig them underground. Kvaris Bebinyan, and Kvaris are built overground. But we said in the Mishnah, you are allowed to adapt them, you are allowed to fix them up. Ketan Mechanchen, what does that mean you're allowed to fix them up? Amravihudi says, if it was too long, you could shorten it. You're allowed to widen it, meaning if it was already dug before Yontif, so then on Chalamayid, you're allowed to extend it, you're allowed to fix it up, but you're not allowed to dig it fresh on Yontif. And the Mashad said, you're allowed to dig this laundry pool on Chalamayid. The Gemara's Mindy what exactly is this Nivrechas? So Amravihudi says, Zubakia, that's a Bakia, as if we all know what a Bakia is. The Gemara asks, how could that be? You have a Bryce that says, clearly Nivrechas and Bakia are two separate things. So that actually it's Giha Ubar Giha. So what is this? So they would dig a pool inside their chutzr, and this would hold all the water for washing laundry. So that's Gia, that's a large pool, and that's what Nevrechas is. The Bar Gia, which is the Bakia, which is the secondary pool, that's connected to the Gia, to the main pool, and that's where all the overflow of laundry water would go in. So you're allowed to dig both these things on Chalamite, that's because it's not too much of a Tircha. And we had said, you're allowed to build a coffin for a 
case when the mace is there in the chutz with you. Tanina lahadit harabanan. We just learned in our mishnah what was taught in the brayso. I said kol tarcha mace. You're allowed to do whatever is necessary for the mace on chalmaid. Guys in lysara, you're allowed to cut his hair and mechabs like susay. You're allowed to wash his clothing, which means that tachrichim you're going to bury him in. Vayis and lysara, you're allowed to make him a coffin. Minisarim hamin nusarim me'erv yantef from boards that were already made into boards before yantef. That's Rabbi Huda's opinion in our mishnah. You're not allowed to make boards on yantef if you had boards before yantef. So then you're allowed to build the coffin on chalmaid. But if you didn't have them made into boards before yantef, you're not allowed to make them on chalmaid. Now Rabbi He's a Tanakam of our Mishnah. You're allowed to even bring wood and saw them into boards as long as you do that in your house, but you're allowed to make fresh boards on Chalamaid and then make a coffin out of it for the mace. And the Mishnah continues. You're not allowed to get married on Chalamaid. Not to a virgin and not to a widow. A person's not allowed to do Yibim either on Chalamaid. That's if his brother passed away without children, so he's supposed to marry his brother's wife. He's not allowed to do that on Chalamaid. Why is that? Because that's a Simcha for him. However, he is allowed to remarry the woman that he divorced because that's not such a simcha. A woman is allowed to do her makeup. She's allowed to do her tachshitin, her adornments on chalamayid. We're going to talk about that in the Gemara. Rabbi Huda Amir, he says, she shouldn't put on this plaster because that's painful for her. And again, we're going to talk about that in the Gemara. Another halacha about chalamayid, a regular person, he's allowed to sew normally. That's because he's not such an expert so he doesn't really know what he's doing. However, an expert, machliv, they're only allowed to sew abnormal stitches. And another halacha, you're allowed to weave the structure of the bed together. Rabbi Yisrael, he says, Matchen, you're allowed to tighten it. And we're going to understand all these in the Gemara when we get to it. However, we start talking about the first case, which is getting married on Chalamayid. The Gemara asks, Who cares if it's a simcha for him? Why should you not be allowed to get married on Chalamayid just because it's a simcha? So, some say it was That's because you're not allowed to mix one simcha with another. This is a famous line we always say, no mixing one simcha and another. So, over here, you're not allowed to mix the simcha of getting married with the simcha of Yantef. You have to be focused solely on the simcha of Yantef. Now, Rabbi Barav Hun Amar, he says, He's going to leave. He's going to forget about the simcha of the Yantef and he's going to focus only on his wife and that's not okay. And Amar Abai Rav Yosef, Abai told Rav Yosef, That was Rabbi Rav Huna just said, that's actually a member from Rav. The Amar Rav Daniel Barkatino, Amar Rav, he had said, How do we know you're not get married on Cholomayid? Shanemar says in the Pasuk, You should misamech in your Yantef. It's only on your Yantef but not with your wife. Now Ulamar, he gives a different reason why you're not get married on Cholomayid. Because it's a lot of work. Back in the day, they didn't just hire the caterer and hire everyone. They actually made the chazan themselves. It was a lot of work, and therefore that type of tircha is asr on chalamayid. Rav Yitzchak he gives another answer why it's asr to get married on chalamayid. That's because people are going to be vata from Piri Rivia. They're actually not going to get married the entire year. They know they can get married on chalamayid. Remember, since everyone's making the suit themselves, they say, hey, instead of having to make a chasna a couple weeks before Yantif and then make all the yam taivin meals, why don't we just have the meals on chalamayid together with a chasna meal and we can kill two birds with one stone? People aren't going to get married the whole year because they're waiting for chalamayid. They're not going to be involved in Piri and that's a problem. The Gemara asks we have a brass that says, Call Elu Shamra, Surum Lisa Mamaid. All these that we said that you're not allowed to get married on Chalamaid, Tazaman Alpha on top, and Mutar Lisa Erev Aregel. You're allowed to get married Erev Yantef. So Kasha Lakul, this is a Kasha on all of them. Because according to the first two Manda Amram, that you're not going to be focused properly on the Simcha of the Yantef, while during Sheva Brachas, which is going to be on Chalamaid, you're also not going to be focused properly on the Simcha of the Yantef. You're going to be focused on being Mesameach with your wife. And according to the Manda Amram, that's a Tircha issue, that you're going to be working too hard to prepare the Simcha. Well, even if you get married before Yantef, you're going to end up having Sheva Brachas on Chalamaid, and there's still Tircha in preparing Sheva Brachas. And according to the Manda that people are going to be vatal from Puru because they're not going to get married the whole year because they want to get married on Yantif to save themselves the Suda. So the same thing, they'll get married before Yantif and they'll still have Shever Brachas on Chalmaid and we still have this issue of them waiting all the way till right before Yantif to get married. So the Gemara answer is like Hash, it's not a problem for any of them. Laman Damar, according to the first two Manda Amar Mishum Simcha, because we have to be focused on the Simcha of Yantif, Ikar Simcha Chad Yaimahu. The main Simcha is one day, the day of the Chasan, and that's the main Simcha. Yes, there is Simcha throughout Shever Brachas, however, not as much Simcha.
and therefore, as long as they're getting married before Yantif, no problem. According to the armor of Tircha, that there's a lot of work preparing for all these Sudas. The main Tircha is preparing for the wedding itself. Yes, there is a Tircha preparing Shavu Brachas, however, not so much Tircha, and therefore, it's okay to have Shavu Brachas and Chalamayid as long as you had the Chasana before Yantif. According to the Manda armor, that people are going to wait the entire year and not get married, and they're going to wait till Erev Yantif to get married, we actually don't have that issue because for this one day window that he has to get married before Yantif, a person is not going to wait. Let's say something happens at Erev Yantif that he's not able to get married for whatever reason, so he's going to have to wait all the way till after Yantif, and he doesn't want to take that risk. If he was allowed to get married any day during Chalamayid, so it's not a problem. If he doesn't get married the first day of Chalamayid, he'll get married the second day of Chalamayid, and that's an issue. However, over here, if he's only allowed to get married Erev Yantif, he's not going to be allowed to get married on Chalamayid itself, he's not going to take that risk, and therefore, he's not going to be vatal from Puravu, he's just going to get married earlier, way before Yantif, and wouldn't have this issue according to that Mandamar either. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow talking about Ein Ma'arvin Simcha Basimcha. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.